Hello, baby. And welcome to the 19th ever episode of Any Ideas, the podcast about coming up with a podcast, and the third ever episode of Recasting Literally Anything with Literally Anything, the podcast that ruins perfectly good casting just for the fun of it. Uh, I'm Mitch Kreitzman alongside my co-host, Jordan Kreitzman. Uh, Jordan, how are, th- how have things been going lately? Just in general. Oh, not bad. Um, I kind of felt a lump on my leg today, so you know who I am. <laughs> Oh, sure. That'll. <laughs> Gotta go make a doctor appointment now. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> now, I don't know if this is something you ever experienced, Jordan, but I took some time to reorganize my Spotify playlist today. And sure. boy, did that bring me some satisfaction. That was really, <laughs> that was really great to spend some time on. Made you happy? It really did. Um, you know, Jordan, you know what else has been making me happy is this podcast so far. Yeah, um, it's fun. The The poll that I put out about it hasn't uh, hasn't wrapped up yet, so it's hard to say exactly where that'll end up. Um, well, Mitch, uh, what's our vote count at right now? <laughs> well, I can certainly check. Um, I haven't really been keeping an eye on it. getting a live update on that? Uh, let's, let's get a live update right here. Uh, let's see... I can't imagine it's going to look great. I'll I'll say that. Okay. Well, Twitter is saying resoundingly that we may be onto something here. Um, now that All said, right. let's see where Facebook is at. We typically get more votes on Facebook, and I'm I'm not going to give exact numbers for how many votes we've got here because. <laughs> Frankly, we don't need, it's we, don't need to, yeah. we don't need to do that. Uh, the Facebook app is very strange on my phone. It doesn't work very well. And I, at this point, I don't even like Facebook like at all. Yeah, if it wasn't, just, yeah, you kind of just have it because everyone else has it, right? You kind of just have it because you're addicted to looking at your phone, and it's just another thing to look at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's about it. Um, <laughs> Boy, this does not want to pull up the percentages for me. This is really bad radio. I'm just going to say that. Okay, so let's assume for now that Facebook is similar to Twitter. So we're looking at, what, 100% in favor? Yes. Literally? Yeah? Literally, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So we'll see if Facebook is the same or not. But, you know, that's either way, yeah, that's well, one of our social media outlets yeah. giving us a resounding answer. Well, let's definitely keep the polls up longer. I um I don't want to rush to a decision too quick. I mean, I, I want to land on a podcast, but I don't, you know, I I feel like we haven't almost spent enough time <laughs> finding the right idea. I mean, like I said, I assume most people take years to come up with theirs. So, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, 100%. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see how it goes this week. Put up another poll and go from there. Sounds good. Um. Jordan, we're going to start with our four plus. Uh, we've got 45 groups on the list to choose from here. Nice. So let's see where this goes. Mm, this is pretty good. <laughs> nice. What is it? We are, ca- we are recasting Sam Raimi Spider-Man with The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that. That's pretty good. 
Yeah. Um, Pretty good. Okay. So, Mitch, do you have the the actual uh, cast member or whatever we're we're um, actually uh, replacing? Well, let's sort of break this down a little bit. Um, of course, you have Peter Parker, played by Toby Maguire. Mitch, Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> You have Mary Jane, played by Kirsten Dunst. Not to be confused with Kirsten Dunst. Correct. Yeah, that's... She's her, had not, her, as, not as great a her career. Her stupid sister. <laughs> Same first name, different last name. This is where they grew up. Yeah, it started um, bad for them because of that. <laughs> you've got Harry Osborne. Played by James Franco. Of uh, 27 Hours fame. Yeah, or that's exactly 27 right. Hours fame, sorry. <laughs> um, and then from there, I mean, it's uh, really anybody's ball game. Well, wait, so, right, so those are the three main ones. You got to cast Aunt May, right? Yeah, we don't know who plays Aunt May, so I'm not going to bother looking that up. Okay. <laughs> um, but what you? This is then, four or more, right? Or is this three or more? What is? What's? No, no, no. This is four or more. Okay, okay. So you yeah, gotta yeah. Pick a so four. we've got we've got Aunt May. Let's do Green Goblin, played by Willem Dafoe. Uh, let's do. Uh, Doc Ock, yeah. played by Alfred Molina. Let's stick with that. That's a solid six. That's five, right? Are you, or wait, no, are we actually doing Aunt May? Yeah, we'll do Aunt oh, May. Oh, okay. You just said we weren't. No, 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 no. I just said, <laughs> oh, I don't just know not who look she's. It up. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to look up who the actress. That's okay, what I was going to I understand say. that. Okay. And then we've got, uh, Wizard of Oz. So we have, uh, Dorothy. Played by Judy Garland, and that's the only one we're gonna know. Uh, <laughs> so you've got you've got your Scarecrow, you've got your Tin Man, you've got you've got a Wicked Witch, if you will, Mitch, of both well, West and East. You know, I was uh, I was on a roll there. So there's the Cowardly Lion. <laughs> oh, then <right>. there's the <laughs> then there's the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> um, now that puts us at. Five, right. So, so for our sixth, sixth, do we want to do the titular Wizard of Oz, or do we want to do Glenda, the the Good Witch? I think was there. Let's title? do the titular Wizard of Oz. I think that that makes more sense. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think we've got some stuff to work with here. Um, yeah. Now, let's start with the fact that three of these characters are very perfectly one-dimensional to the point where we can just try our best to map them over, and it, it should be pretty easy, right? I would think, yeah. So, I mean, what has our strategy been up to this point? Do we just start with... Um, I, we've been going... We've been jumping all over the place in terms of a strategy. Yeah, we haven't really this. had a strategy. Yeah, let's just that's continue kind of to not have a strategy. <laughs> I think that's the best way to go. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Scarecrow doesn't have a brain. He's stupid. Tin Man doesn't have a heart, can't feel things. Yeah. Cowardly Lion, it's right there in the name. 
Yeah. Little bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so Spider-Man, right? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> now, do we feel that Aunt May is one of those three? She kind of has to be. Ah, uh, I mean, Mitch, she's kind of cowardly. <laughs> She is kind of cowardly. Yeah, I mean, no offense to her. I mean, I'd be probably more terrified than and she would be in those situations. But, uh, I mean, let's be real. She clearly has a heart, and she's not dumb. So, that's, But she's kind yeah. of scared of things. So, I mean, that's true. kind of that a cowardly line. Yeah, and she's certainly not the Wicked Witch of the East. And uh, she's no Dorothy Mitch. So, no. Yeah, so cowardly on line, that, yeah. On that note, Peter Parker slash Spider-Man sort of has to be Dorothy, right? Not just because of the main character connection. I think you look at Peter Parker's character, it's it's the same world that surrounds him, but he has all these new powers within his body to the point where it's it feels like it's a whole new world that he's getting used to. Right. Whereas Dorothy, she's the same person, but she's, you know twisted into this whole new world that she's kind of got to navigate. Well, Mitch, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I think the Wizard of Oz should be Spider-Man. And I think you know why. The Wizard of Oz is playing a quote-unquote character, if you will, and making people believe he's something that he's really not. And he's basically wearing a mask, and people think he's all-powerful, but they don't know the real Oz. And so, I don't know, Mitch, I think we got to consider that as a potential I do think, replacement. I do think that's a very good point. Now, do any of our other characters sort of reflect as being a sham in some way? Because <laughs> that's sort of the Wizard of Oz's whole thing. He's just, he's a sham. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Harry's kind of a sham, but mm, I mean, he's the only one that's probably close to that, right? I, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to throw another one at you right away that I feel is obvious, in my opinion. Okay. I think the Tin Man is Green Goblin. Because he doesn't, he can't feel things. He's a, he's a heartless businessman. That's a good point, because Doc Ock, every, he's strongly, I mean, he's motivated by science, but he's also motivated by the death of his wife. Exactly. Uh, whereas Doc Ock, you know, it, yeah, it's all about business with him and getting cut out of the company. He loves his business. That's not Plus, hard. he wears a big metal suit. It, that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's really true. He's basically the Tin Man, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. No, that that works for me. I I don't see where else he right, would so, really go. So. so far, we've recast Aunt May being played by the Cowardly Lion, and we've recast the Green Goblin being played by the Tin Man. Solid choices so far. I mean, so far, I, I think we're two for two. I, I think so as well. Yeah. Now, it's going to get more difficult now, though. And here's the thing. I don't want to do this, but I don't know how well this is going to work otherwise. <laughs> Does the Scarecrow have to be Mary Jane? <laughs> I, again, We're I don't, a lot of flack. <laughs> again, I don't want it to be. But if you look at the other characters on this list, I don't know if anything else makes sense. I, um, you know, I'd almost go Harry on this one. Harry's kind of a kind of a dumbass. I mean, 
he <laughs> and he's kind of fake. That's the other thing. He's kind of fake. Like he's he's in the footsteps of his father. That's true. You're meant to think he's scary, but he's really not deep down. And he, like I said, he's kind of dumb. Like in Spider Man One, he's kind of like hanging out with nerds, but he's also not good at school. Just like the worst combination. <laughs> I do. I don't know. I do think Harry Osborn though is a pretty good fit as the Wicked Witch. Mm. Well, okay. So did the Wicked Witch turn? Was she? Did she used to be all right? I never saw Wicked, so I don't know. Okay. I think yes, maybe. <laughs> okay, so we're speaking entirely out of ignorance again. <laughs> yeah, which if is I fine. Correctly, in Wicked, she does start as like a good person, and she's like ostracized, like she's an outcast, and that's what right. makes her. But is that Wizard of Oz canon? I think so, but I mean, okay. if we're talking about the Wizard of Oz movie, right? Which, she's just Wicked evil, Witch through and through. Wicked Witch comes in looking for vengeance for her dead sibling. Right. So her whole yeah. her whole thing is attacking the main character because she's out for vengeance against a family member. Right. That's a good point. I, oh, Mitch, I'm really trying to think of a way not to put Mary Jane a scarecrow. <laughs> we could have Mary Jane as for that. <laughs> we could have Mary Jane as Dorothy. Then that's also but would like, that really. <laughs> Would that really do anything? I think in our this favor? isn't a reflection on us as much as Hollywood. Well, now, what if Aunt May is Scarecrow and Mary Jane is the Cowardly Lion? Ah, uh, but you know, Aunt May's always got the good advice rolling, Mitch. That's she's true. Always, she's got she's the wisdom. Always quick with the wisdom. I, I don't think you can say she doesn't have a brain. <laughs> no, Jordan. I think you're making a great point here. Um. I think you I think your reflection of it's not it's not us it's Hollywood. Yeah. I think that's really <laughs> the case here. It's not our fault she's not a well-rounded character. She's just not. It's Sam Raimi's fault. <laughs> yeah, and it's we're trying to find something that's not there and that's not our fault. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, tentatively Scarecrow tentatively, is playing Mary Jane, sure. And maybe a little less tentatively uh, Wicked Witch of the West is Harry Osborn. That casting does make a lot of sense the more you say it. And again, there's kind of the color green parallels there. That too. Um. So, yeah, I'm more on board with that one. So, so where where are we at right now? So we, I mean, we got. I mean, you want to call it out? Yeah. Um. One second here. So in our recasting of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man with the cast of uh, Wizard of Oz, Aunt May is being played by the Cowardly Lion, the Green Goblin slash Norman Osborn is being played by the Tin Man, uh, Mary Jane is being played by uh, the Scarecrow, and Harry Osborn, a.k.a. Hobgoblin, is being played by the Wicked Witch of the West. Now, what that leaves us with is... Peter Parker and Doc Ock as Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. Now, I think they're I think they're 
both interchangeable in either role, which is kind of difficult. Hmm. Because if you look at if you look at Doc Ock, similar to what I said about Peter Parker, he has these new extensions of his body that he never had before, and it, it's all he's you know he's trying to navigate that. Right. Same thing with the Wizard of Oz. When you have the Wizard of Oz on the projector with the giant head, that's Doc Ock with all of his extra limbs. But ultimately, mm. inside of all of that is. Dr. Octavius, you know, this smart, caring guy that just wants the best for people. Well, let's really think for a second, though. What is Dorothy's journey, <laughs> right? What what is, the, what is the point of the journey, right? She, what was she doing before she got caught up in the tornado? I mean, what's the real journey here, Mitch? That, that'll help decide this. Her journey was ultimately that she wanted something more from life. You know, she was living in the middle of Kansas, had nothing to do. She lived on a farm. And then, you know, she goes to the land of Oz and experiences a whole new world of adventure, but then ultimately realizes that she just wants to be home. And, you know, she enjoys the adventure, but ultimately learns to treasure what she already has rather than longing for all of these new things. Uh, and maybe that is Doc Ock. You think it's Doc Ock? Doc Ock gets so focused on what he's able to do with the tritium mm-hmm. that that's. And then by the end of the movie, he realizes all this pursuit was a mistake. He ended with his wife dying, him dying. Yeah. And he just wants what he had by the end of it. Only Dorothy gets to go back to the life she had, and Doc Ock doesn't. Right. And then. Peter then goes to Wizard of Oz, which is what I had originally posed. Right. Uh, see, I was trying to think for a second if it made more sense for Mary Jane to sneak in as Dorothy instead. <laughs> um, but then you make Peter Scarecrow. Peter's known for being a pretty smart guy, exactly. but I also feel like he's kind of dumb in a lot of ways. <laughs> but... Uh, probably better i like the casting of wizard of oz playing peter parker doc ock or um um uh, dorothy playing doc ock that's a stretch to me i'm still not fully convinced on that one um but it's close but then the rest of the cast i think makes a good deal of sense well and and here's the thing we can't necessarily get too caught up in hero versus villain and what the characters' relationships are to each true, other. True. Because Sam Raimi's Spider-Man in no way maps over to Wizard of Oz. Right. In those in those ways. See, if what you kind of have to do is just look at the traits that make up that character and their arc as a singular person and see what best maps over that way. And I think what we have right now does a pretty good job of that. Mitch, would you re- would you read them all out right now? Let me just make sure I, I, will. I agree. Aunt May is being played by the Cowardly Lion. Green Goblin is being played by the Tin Man. Mary Jane is being played by the Scarecrow. Harry Osborn is being played by the Wicked Witch. Peter Parker is being played by the Wizard of Oz. And Doc Ock is being played by Dorothy. Okay. 
So, yeah. So let me really think here because the one that really just doesn't, I don't see Mary Jane as a, as a stupid character. I feel like we're just kind of putting her there because we just have nowhere else to put her. Well, not only do we have nowhere else to put her, we have none of these characters really fitting well as the Scarecrow, except for maybe Harry. But Harry fits too well as the Wicked Witch. Yeah, and and then um, Mary Jane certainly can't go in as the Wicked Witch. No. Um, she could maybe get in as Dorothy. And maybe. You, and you could maybe put Doc Ock to play Wicked Witch. Yeah. Well, wait, that that's is true. Yeah, it is avenging a death. I mean, they're both avenging deaths. That's the thing. Hmm. That's a. I mean, that's it, a good point. But again, Mary Jane's arc doesn't really reflect Dorothy at all. Well, it doesn't reflect Scarecrow. I mean, what is Scarecrow's arc? He's just like I can't think. I walk around like I have no central nervous system for crying out loud. <laughs> what? Is, what? It, what is his arc again? Is it's just I'm dumb? Is that is that what it was? <laughs> So, sort of, but (laughs) I think a lot of it was also just that all he did was sit around in a field all day because he wasn't smarter to do it. He wasn't smart enough to do anything else. Yeah. Okay. And, um, excuse me. Thought I was going to sneeze. Um, (laughs) well, so here's the issue. Mary Jane's whole arc. Well, so. There's the arc of her career skyrocketing. Yeah. But that kind of takes a back seat to like her love her as a love interest for Peter. That's kind of her whole role. And there's really no romantic relationships in Wizard of Oz whatsoever. And the fact that her whole character in large part is defined by this romantic relationship is why it's so difficult to map her over to this. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so like I said, you you can maybe put her in as Dorothy, but I'm not sure. Harry, if, if you think eh. if you think about her as Scarecrow and the arcs in the in the way they do kind of match up, is simply that, you know, she kind of goes through high school and right after high school, kind of just being popular and not having a a larger purpose in life, but then she ultimately is able to achieve her goals and and find her purpose on a grander scale. If you ignore the romantic aspect of it, her career as like a singer is her big arc. Right. Yeah. Everything fits so well except that one, which is what we usually come down to. So I'm willing to concede that um, just knowing that everything else works pretty well. You could maybe rearrange those last three we mentioned a little bit, but I still think there's some issues there. So, okay. I think, I, I'm on I board think with this, this. I think this is one where we need to quit while we're ahead, because if we overthink, we're going to end up putting people in places where they don't need to be, and it's just going to get overcomplicated. So this is where we're going to finish it. Aunt May is being played by Cowardly Lion. Green Goblin's being played by Tin Man. Mary Jane's being played by Scarecrow. Harry Osborne's being played by the Wicked Witch. Peter Parker's being played by the Wizard of Oz. And then finally, Doc Ock is being played by Dorothy. That all, to me, stands as legitimate. It's not bad. And I'm I'm willing to move on. 
Mitch, we need to when we when you uh, release the episodes, you need to actually put like uh, their faces in like a movie poster. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun if you just put um, you know Wizard of Oz's face on uh, Peter Parker. <laughs> Do I have Photoshop skills? No. <laughs> oh, Sadly. I mean, look, it doesn't have to be good. I just. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Just yeah, just uh, snip snipping tool the face and throw it on there. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the less professional, the better. I think. That's true. That does make <laughs> for better comedy. Yeah, and it really just suits this podcast well. So, <laughs> all right, Jordan. Now we're gonna we're gonna do a trio. Now uh, we've got a list of thirty different trios to choose from, and we're gonna see where this goes. So I meant to ask you, Mitch, when we. When we do, uh, do we do we get, we remove people from the list after we yes. do them? Okay, we do. Got you. All right, Jordan. Mm, I don't think we can do this one. <laughs> I I I made a mistake putting one of these on here. Quite frankly, <laughs> what does I don't, that mean? <laughs> I, I'll have to correct it later. Let's just put it that way. It's not off air. Yeah, it's it can't happen. <laughs> not in like a oh they're canceled way. Don't worry, it's not oh. that. <laughs> I it just wouldn't make for good conversation at all. Okay. Let's put it that way. Sure, sure. Again, I just don't think I I was putting this list of trios together it ended up being a little bit of a stretch where some of these i was just like trying to fill up the list so what is it is it just the two don't mesh well together or you really just shouldn't have put it on the list (laughs) probably just shouldn't have put it on the list okay look i'm I'm gonna do this one more time and whatever we get is what we get all right all right we've got it all right We're, we're here we're going to recast SpongeBob, Squidward, and Patrick uh, with life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> Mitch, it's our first real concept piece. Um, yeah, it's... it's yeah, our, I know we <laughs> threw a few of those in there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Let's, let's talk here. Um, Mitch, I think I know it off the bat. I want to. I want to hear what you think I, it is. Uh, SpongeBob is clearly being played by Life. Okay. Uh, Patrick is clearly being played by Liberty, and Squidward is clearly being played by the everlasting pursuit of happiness. <laughs> you know, I. You got it in one. I, that's what I was going right, to say too. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's let's break this down a little bit just for time's sake. Yeah. Um, SpongeBob is is life because he gets so much joy out of life in every aspect of it. Yes. He takes the good with the bad. He takes them both and there he has the facts of life. Mitch, he Th- absorbs He absorbs it all like a sponge, Mitch. That's exactly right. Exactly. And then occasionally someone pa- can squeeze it out of him, but <laughs> of course Patrick is liberty because if Patrick's a real life person, he's a libertarian. He <laughs> he does what he wants when he wants. Yeah. I, That's the code he lives the by. The guy somehow lives under a rock. And when they show him the rock raised, there's nothing below the rock. But then <laughs> when he lives under the rock, there's a full ref- refurbished apartment under there. 
it makes no sense. And someone with the characteristics of Patrick, who just believes in individual justice and rights, could make it happen. Oh, yeah, that's him for sure. And then, of <laughs> course, Squidward is the pursuit of happiness. The, the whole show is is him just trying to find peace and quiet out of his life. And yeah, that's all he really wants. An ever-miserable character trying to find just a moment of solitude and peace and happiness. So, Mitch, this is uh, this is the first, um, make a category of like just a, a home run or something, right? Just uh, and put a little soundbite of us knocking the ball out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we we got it in one yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, because this is a this is a winner. Yeah, I mean we don't we don't even have to really continue on this one because I mean this I don't see anyone disagreeing. No, I agree. And <laughs> on, on that note, the trios are pretty fun, and we're only twenty nine minutes in. Let's just do another. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, well, this one's another really easy one, but I mean, it's time, so it's, you know, that's not a big deal. Uh, we recast the primary colors with Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Well, that's... <laughs> Alvin wears red, he's red. Simon wears blue, he's blue. Theodore wears green, but by default, he kind of has to be yellow, and yellow and blue make green, so that all adds up. Yeah, this... The, this landed weirdly together, Mitch. I mean, the only thing I can think of here is, yeah, their shirts match those colors, but do their personalities match those colors? And um, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do. I do think in this case, there's there's a reason that they're those are the colors they're wearing. Um, yeah, that that all works. That all tracks. That's, now uh, we're not going to do it. Another trio. Yeah. We'll just skip to the duos. Let's throw now. another home run soundbite in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's an that's another one. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that worked really well, like shockingly well. <laughs> I'm not really sure why. Um, all right, now for the duos. This is probably another one where we could do two because a lot of duos fit similar archetypes, sure. so we could just you know. It'll be one-to-one in a lot of cases. Sure. But we've got 20 duos here to choose from. Let's see what this ends up looking like. Um, All right. We're casting. We're recasting Cookies and Cream with Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> now, this isn't quite as easy as I made no, it out to be. This um this has some challenges to it. I mean... We got to think right off the bat, which flavor is the wild child? I mean, that's really, that determines this whole thing, right? But that's that's the thing. We have two very different duo archetypes here. You've got Cookies and Cream, who realistically, they're a duo because they complement each other so well without one really taking the spotlight from the other. Right. This is actually the problem with trying to mesh food combinations with TV or movie combinations because opposites typically work better in TV and movies. Similar things that mesh well together work well for food. Um, so <laughs> Now, here's what I'll say. If, if we look at cookies and cream as just an Oreo, 
I think it's obvious that Stitch that Cream is being played by Stitch and Cookies is being played by Whoa. Lilo. Why is that obvious? <laughs> Cream in the Oreo gets all the love. No one cares about the cookie. That's why people get double stuffed Oreos because they just want more of the cream. Okay. And in terms of a in terms of how that movie was marketed and the ultimate impact of it, yeah, it's all about Stitch. Sti- Stitch was the the big name there. Yeah. So I think in terms of finding a quick and easy connection, that's sort of where that one stands. In terms of a pure Oreo, yes. But when I think of the ice cream flavor, cookies and cream, Mitch, cookies the star the of the ice cream is out. cookies. I that's mean, very true. The the chunks of cookie is what you want, man. And that that is Stitch. So that's I mean, true. I, right now, I mean, I think what I think what we do here is say, all right. If it's an Oreo, Cream's being played by Stitch, and Cookies is being played by Lilo. Okay, so we got a we got a conditional if statement here, Mitch. Yes, and if it is cookies Else and cream, if. And, it, and if it's ice cream, Cookies is being played by Stitch, and Cream's being played by Lilo. I think that is really the only way to properly equate this. Yeah, I... Um... I think you're right. I, I, the, the, I, I don't see another way to go about it. It's um, um, it's the way we have to do it. Um, I, I think so as well. Which, by the way, and, Mitch, love cookies and cream. Only kind of like Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's definitely fair. <laughs> All right, Jordan, we got time for one more duo. Let's do this. Sounds good. Um, Again, I think some of these would be very obvious. Um, <laughs> so let's see. You know, I don't... Uh, it's not terribly obvious, but it's pretty obvious. <laughs> no, let's do it. We can always do one more. Let's. Uh, we're going to recast Keenan and Kel with Buzz and Woody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't... See, I don't think that's that crazy. No, that's not particularly easy, actually. So now, and and here's the thing: you look at Toy Story one and Toy Story two. In Toy Story one, Woody's the grounded character, and and Buzz is the one that's you know a, a space cadet to to make a joke, if you will. <laughs> Wasn't a good one, but <laughs> um. Well, Mitch, and did, then in, did you and then, did you see any of them drink orange soda? Because that would clear this whole thing up. <laughs> well, we know who loves orange soda. Yeah, Jordan. no, Kel, I, I, Kel loves orange soda. Mm-hmm. Is it he do, true? He do. He do. He <laughs> do. We're we're all well aware of yeah, that. But I don't recall any sort of orange fascination with Buzz and Woody. So that right, that commonality is not going to be there. But but so here's the thing. In Toy Story, Woody's the grounded one. Buzz is the one that's way out there. He's just delusional. Toy Story, Toy Story Two, you sort of have the roles swapped, where Buzz is the more grounded of the two, and and Woody finding his old castmates is is the more delusional one about very true where, about the world he lives in. Although I think we can confidently say that Toy Story Two is the worst Toy Story. I don't know if we can because I haven't seen Toy Story 4. I haven't, but I heard it's good. 
Toy Story 2's good, though. They're all good, but I mean, it's no one or three. I mean, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't know. Three's a little over dramatic for me, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know. <laughs> all right, that's enough. <laughs> so. That's kind of the thing, though. They they swap roles in one and two, whereas Keenan and Kel forever play the archetypes of Keenan being the straight man, the grounded one, and Kel being the one that gets to be more out there. Right. Are, are either of these characters the... Are either of Wo- Buddy... Buddy. Are either of Woody or Buzz... <laughs> buddy and Wooz? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You you have you have Woody and Buzz. Is one of them more so the the mastermind, quote unquote? Because then because then you've got Kel. I don't, but that's the thing they they kind of play dual protagonists in the Toy Story series. In, in Toy in Toy Story one, obviously it's Woody for a lot of the movie, and then they develop the partnership, and then that partnership kind of lasts the rest of the franchise, where neither of them really has a a stronger role than the other. They're kind of equal parts, which is the same for Keenan and Kel, but not in the way that they're sort of playing a, the same role. Mitch, um, the more I think about it, I think Keenan's got to be played by Woody, and Kel's got to be played by Buzz. Um, couple yeah. of reasons for this. Yeah, one, I think when it come when it in terms of um, conniving schemes and plans, that was always Keenan. Um, I Woody and Buzz did this, but I think Woody's a little bit better at it. But here's a bigger point I like yeah. to take is that Kel is commonly known as kind of the dumber, more lovable one. I think that's Buzz. That's true. And two and three. That's and Buzz on. for He's sure. Just, Woody's Woody's definitely Woody's the smarter of the two. Kind of an a hole, like on and off. Yeah. Throughout, no, I which don't is disagree. Kind of so I think. Yeah. I think it's got to be that way. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. No, and I think that's a. I like that we were able to end it with one that's a little bit more of a conversation because we had a few in a row there that were just kind of like <laughs> it's that made for onward. Us, yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm still so psyched about how well those trios mapped over, though. That was really great. <laughs> yeah, I never thought uh, primary colors would work well at anything, but you happen to pick the one group of people <laughs> that pick the wear one only one color all the time. <laughs> it worked out a little too well, so if anything. put the Teletubbies on there. <laughs> so I'll uh, give a little bit of a spoiler here for what, we were maybe going to end up casting for the other trios before I let us go, because okay. two of the four things I'll name are, are being gotten rid of probably. Um, so one of them was recasting Ferris Sloan and Cameron from Ferris Bueller's day off with the hitchhiking ghosts from haunted mansion. <laughs> but again, that was hitchhiking ghost was in there for filler they don't have any character traits yeah really. i don't know anything about them mitch unfortunately yeah, that would have been real funny if we did and then the other one was well you know what i think this one could have worked but i was a little too hesitant and i think i think it could have potentially worked okay uh yakko wacko and dot the animaniacs uh being recast by blood sweat and tears <laughs> 
you should have done that one. You panicked. <laughs> I did panic a little bit. I was just like, I don't, is that too, I don't know. Is that weird? Um, it probably would have been fun though. Um, but hey, we'll hear those two eventually, possibly. Oh, so you're we'll going to keep them in the mix? I'll keep them in the mix. I'll, okay. The only one I'll get rid of is Hitchhiking Ghosts. Because yeah, it, it, it just can't, we can't do anything with it. Yeah, um, that's true. Now, on that note, next week we will be doing this again, but it's going to be a Christmas episode. Mitch, so, can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, for this week, that's that's going to wrap things up. So, you know, in, in case you forgot, we're at Any Ideas Podcast on Twitter and Any Ideas on Facebook. I'm going to put out another poll this week, just, you know, asking for an update on this podcast premise, seeing what you all think. Uh, I'm going to be doing that every week. Um, and we're also at the any ideas pod at gmail.com. Send us just one email uh, just to make sure the email address. Yeah. Works maybe, even. maybe it doesn't work or Mitch misspelled it. <laughs> I don't think I did. I'll have to check, but I don't, I'm pretty sure I did hundreds of emails um, at, uh, any ideas, <laughs> any, any ideas, at com. <laughs> Yeah, so it's not the any ideas pod at gmail.com. It's the any ideas pod at gmail.com. Uh, and our theme is Be Like You by Solo from the album Nosebleeds. Great song, great album. Go check it out. And until next time, remember sometimes things are cast the way they're cast for a reason. Uh, bye bye.